Some say we are the most propagandized nation in the world. I say it's our job to interpret this so-called news. I say it's our job to find the truth and make sure to pass it along, to continue the daily battle against cognitive dissonance. The truth isn't how you feel. Here we deal in the inconvenient realities. I'm John Matland, and this is We the People Are the News. Yo, 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 yo. Welcome to We the People Are the News. It is April 6th, Thursday. I am in Delray Beach, Florida. It is beautiful here. I hope you're having as great a time as I am in this wacky ass world. Shout out to Scott Lebedo. Happy birthday. Just saw that on Instagram. So let's get into this. We're going to hit the ground running right after I say, go buy a damn flag from Sons and Daughters of Liberty. It's iconic. It's been everywhere from California all the way through the states to D.C. The big D.C. protest in front of Bill de Blasio's house all over New York City, in Florida, in Texas. You name it, it's there in front of the parliament the night before Justin Trudeau weaponized his government and attacked his own citizens. It's been everywhere. And you could get one right now. Very affordable. And to boot, to boot, we have... Promo code PODCAST for 17.76% off. We have t-shirts, hoodies, the whole nine. Go grab some shit. Immediately support the small business. Now to the news portion of the program. Now that I got that out of the way. The big backfire and the illusion of what we just experienced. And again, I apologize. I wasn't here yesterday. We are doing business down here in Florida. So business took uh, front and center. But a lot has gone on. So... What is this illusion I talk about? What do I mean? Well, in one, in my view, this is at best electoral interference, what we are watching right now with Donald J. Trump and what we saw in New York City two days ago. The reports are they want the case in late 2023 or January of 2024. One would think, if I'm not completely out of my fucking mind, that expediting such a case of national importance would be paramount, should be paramount, if every measure was in place to ensure as little impact on the election for the highest position in all of the land, uh, that if they, would, they would do everything they could to just really not get in, in the way of that. So every measure would be taken that is possible. But DA Alvin Bragg has no interest in that. And if you ask me, and likely well over half the nation, they also agree with the same exact thing. Why in the world would you have it delayed to that point where it would be in the thick of the primary, uh, right when it's hitting the ground running, going toward the general election. So is any of this going to even work? Well, they charged him with crimes that they couldn't even define. Bragg says that is allowed under law, by the way, so you don't have to worry about what the hell that means. Apparently, the law allows for it. So the question asked by the press at the press conference, the reporter asked, quote, the indictment does not specifically say what those crimes were, what laws were broken, to which Bragg responded, the indictment, and this is a quote, the indictment doesn't specify because the law does not so require, end quote. What a fucking load of bullshit. Take that same load of fucking bullshit and throw it against the wall and let me know if it sticks, because that, that's the approach of this court case here, this indictment, this arraignment, this whole entire charade we're watching, that they want to postpone into the thick of primary season. You can't make this up. And if you believe that this is not politically motivated, 
you, my friend, I can sell you a bridge to nowhere that's already been blown up and sunk by Joe Biden after he fell asleep on a drone remote control and hell-fired the hell out of it. So I'd love to see what was presented to this grand jury in full. Can you possibly say there is no error? Can you imagine? This is how it went down. Here's how it went down, hot dog. Can you possibly say there's no error? This is parody, by the way, like Adam Schiff style, but I'm actually telling you beforehand. Can you possibly say there is no error? Even if, you know, a small bookkeeping mistake could exist possibly in some sort of way for Donald J. Trump, who's got a lot of books, right? A lot of books. He's got tons of books. And the grand jury says, well, we are an accountants, so we are unsure. And then D.A. Bragg says, well, then, you, then you're saying there's a chance, just like Dumb and Dumber. We won't even have to say why or what it is, but he may have done something. We may find something. So you must agree we have to uh, move to indictment. That's how I see it, because that's how it reads. You can't even specify the crime, right? So now we're going to get into the fun part. As all that's happening, it's like in real time, you can't, you can't possibly orchestrate this any better or any worse, depending on how you're looking at it, because it's really, 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 really dopey. So what do I mean by that? Well, hold on. Got to load it up. We got to read some truths by the DJT. So his, the fallout was pretty instant, pretty swift, and Trump himself was truthing uh, out some interesting information, of course, announcing his speech later that evening. So here they are. Just lifted off for Palm Beach, Florida. We'll be delivering remarks tonight at Mar-a-Lago at 8.15 p.m. Eastern. The hearing was shocking to, to, uh, shocking to many in that they had no surprises and therefore no case. Virtually every legal pundit has said that there is no case here. There was nothing done illegally. So that's, that's, of course, the take by many, many people. And then it's the fun part. Alvin Bragg... Shut down New York City, brought 38,000 NYPD officers, and will spend an estimated $200 million of New York City funds for a totally legal $130,000 NDA. On top of all of that, the Ninth Circuit Court just awarded me $122,000 over the $500,000 already awarded from Stormy Horseface Daniels. Oh my. Man hit the ground running. And then, and then... During that speech, Rachel Maddow, now famous, famously, wouldn't cover it, broke away from it because she said that MSNBC would not cover it because they don't, they don't cover lies. That's how they frame everything they don't agree with right off the bat. We don't cover lies. It's the bullshit framing and the narrative managing it's famous for. They continue to do that, and the indoctrinated, the rabid, frothy-mouthed mouth breathers that are indoctrinated and love it and eat it all up, and regurgitate it. And this is exactly what she said. Play the clip. Um, so far, he's just giving his normal list of grievances. We don't consider that necessarily newsworthy. And there's a cost to us as a news organization of knowingly broadcasting untrue things. So uh, our deal with you is that we will monitor these remarks. If he does say anything newsworthy, we will turn them around and report on that right away. But uh, for now, just know that it's happening and we're not taking it. Wait, MSNBC did this? Oh, right. I remember when I recorded with them, and this happened back in August of 2021. The reporter, Yasmin, decided she wanted to get all the material she needed to attempt, in my, in my eyes, to attempt to, you know, have MSNBC take a, a, a similar approach and, and smear me and discredit me before even letting people make their own opinion. 
It's a frame job. However, they hadn't met me. They didn't know who I was at that point, but they learned, so they didn't get to use much of that interview. They wasted 35 minutes of their lives having a debate with me on a hot sidewalk. But I recorded that. In New York State, everyone knew they were recording there. I, too, am allowed to record any conversation that I am a part of. That's our state law. It's a one-party recording state. And on top of that, you know, I had to do this. I had to prep for my safety because I knew that there was a chance that these these, uh, hyper-partisan political psychopaths would try to smear me, use my words against me, cut, chop, and do all that other crap. So I recorded it. So here's the never-before-heard exchange about who I voted for while we were discussing virus concerns. This whole interview is about virus concerns. Listen to the anger and and just the absolute rage as the conversation breaks down. Roll the clip. It's a 10-year process. The first people that received this shot received it about 18 months ago. Who'd you vote for in 2020? It's irrelevant. Viruses don't have political parties. Agreed to have an interview with me. So yeah, I just wanted to know. But I'm saying that's see, this is where we have an issue is we no, leave, I just would like to know your political. But I will. Meetings. You know, I'm gonna explain my political background with this. When you lead with if who did you vote for, it makes the virus sound like it has a political party. It does. I it mean does it does not. the virus doesn't have a political party, but the virus has been politicized. It has been has politicized, agreed, and that's a problem. So I'm just trying to understand where you're coming from and understanding if in fact any of it has any political Motivation. Well, I would say if I if I was to vote for Trump, I would have been vaccinated. That's all he talks about is getting vaccinated. Well, that's not necessarily true. Said he, it got the other night. In, he got vaccinated in he got vaccinated in in private. He didn't even want the public to know that he got vaccinated, and finally said it overnight. And then he was booed on stage, and then he kind of walked it back a little bit. So, so but so are you going to tell me who you voted for in twenty twenty? Who did you vote for? I will tell you if you tell me. I can't tell you who I voted for. I'm a journalist. That's and not, I, I'm not being I, interviewed. I identify as a journalist right now. Well, you're not a journalist. You're a tech worker who's on leave from your hospital. So it's you're true. not going to tell me. I was framed, yes, and I'm on leave from the hospital. So you're not going to tell me who you voted for? I think you know who I voted for, and you just want to make a clip that says I'm that not, I voted for We somebody. don't do that. We're not, not in that. Let me tell you something. After hearing that, let's go through the facts. Now, I am indeed a journalist. And, according to Yasmin's own reporting, she has heart issues that, according to her cardiologist, is from a virus like one that causes the common cold. Very interesting. Also, kids, did you know that I can fly and shoot laser beams out of my eyes? Well, I can. But we're getting sidetracked here. We went into a complete sidebar. So how did all of this help the Democrats? Or did it? Was there backlash? Well, polling surfaced from Rasmussen, Uh, that breaking down, this is how it's reported, 36% of the respondents were Democrats, 33% Republicans, and it has Trump leading, leading Joe Biden 47 to 40. And that was after this indictment and arraignment. So the surge continues and is picking up steam because even in a heavy Democrat poll, Trump's still winning by seven points. Back in February, that same poll had Trump losing 45 to 42. I believe it was the same poll, but a poll. Let's just go there to be safe. So the surge continues, and it's not just in the primary rankings. It's not just in the GOP. It's across the board. You hear the plane flying over the intercoastal. It's beautiful. So nothing seems to be working here besides the fact that people seem to keep waking up. Slower than molasses in January. But nonetheless, waking up, 
And they must. They have to. Why? Because the nation cannot stay on this path regardless of political affiliation. It just cannot. Inflation, wars, crime, people instructed to hate one another. It's sick. Which brings us to San Francisco, a blue city that is one dangerous place to be among many blue cities. Deranged, illegal immigrant leftists that are part of nudist colonies can easily meander into the home of the then Speaker of the House, hang out, have drinks, very, very sad, sick. Things are not okay here. And things are not okay there in these blue cities across the board. Now the outcry grows because Bob Lee, the creator of Cash App, was stabbed to death. Elon Musk has, you know, referenced thereafter uh, that how dangerous San Francisco truly is. But this is a, 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 the trajectory of our nation. If there is no police and we defund the police and there is no right to protect yourself and there is no prison because prisons are racist, allegedly, because crime somehow has a race. They've taught people that. It's not true. But there is no prison for deranged criminals. Then there is no society. It's a gang mentality. Kill or be killed. That's what the, that, the type of atmosphere that we're growing uh, in, in the United States. It's be or be killed for power, money, whatever. This is not a civilized society if that takes hold. The people that cannot conform to the rules of a peaceful society have no business being a part of it. They are a virus to the system. And the prison is the quarantine for the virus. If not, this is the norm. So pay attention to what's going on. Meanwhile, they're saying that the person elected mayor in Chicago is even further left than Lori Lightfoot. So it's going to be some fun times as we watch Chicago further devolve. Very strange. And the actual breakdown of that vote is very strange. Well, now on to the battle raging on the internet, social media platforms, and news stations. Since a member of the trans community committed a mass shooting, which seems to be aimed at Christians, the narrative has been swayed by the media, by the White House, and the powers that be, that the trans community is the victim. Since, in the short time since that shooting, when not even two weeks out, so since that, about a week and some odd days ago, Build-A-Bear has issued a drag teddy bear involving RuPaul. So now you have a drag teddy bear out for children. Kelsey Ballerini danced at an award show with some drag queens. And the big one, a trans woman named Dylan Mulvaney has had their face put on a Bud Light can and is sponsored by Nike Sports Bras to hold their breasts in place. Dylan has not changed his name since they declared they were no longer a man and now a woman 365 days or so ago as per the beer can. And I could be wrong, but I didn't really dive into this whole thing, so we're going to just take this as we go. Dylan made a video about normalizing the bulge for women. Woman penis, if you will. Dylan didn't even get breast surgery. Not that he has to. Oh, I, I could say I try to do this. Not that she has to. I try to do this the best I can. So Dylan didn't even get breast surgery. And yet, is now having sports bra sponsorship. Dylan is sponsored by Nike Sports Bras for their breasts that are biological male pectoral muscles. So, all the women out there, if you have large breasts and do not have a woman penis, there is perhaps a brand that caters to you. One that specifically is aimed at actual breasts and not just those pectoral muscles. But, I don't know. 
because people are arguing about cancel culture in this great debate. And I think I'm going to make a good point here. I think more than anything, this is a rejection of indoctrination. It's not hating. It's a statement that many people accept your choices in life. But they will not let gender dysphoria become the normal baseline status that they have to adhere to or discuss in their own life. Kind of take that approach. You used to say, live and let live. You know you did, you know you did, you know you did. However, people will not be made to or bullied into dating trans people if that's not their bag, baby. People will live life as they see fit. Both, both parties. That's tolerance right there. But if you say you have a girl penis or a man vagina and it makes you happy, cool beans. But in the same line of thought, tolerance and acceptance that other people will not agree because they don't have to agree because you don't have to agree with them or otherwise you wouldn't be you. So the vast majority, yet again, live and let live. But they will refer to a vagina belonging to a woman and a penis belonging to a male and still let you live your life as you see fit, but they will not refer to your genitals as the way you want them to. It's really not that hard of an ask or an acceptance or anything. Don't hurt anybody. Let everyone live. Do your own thing. Have your own beliefs. That is what the United States of America is. But the brands pushing transitioning aren't supporting LGBTQ. They're actively working in indoctrinating and making transitioning not just accepted, but normalized and celebrated for people that don't want that, uh, that that's not for them. So what I mean by that, let's use an example, because that's how you get these things uh, understood. A flag during Pride Month says you support the community. Dylan's face on the can is more than support. Do we not see the difference? That is celebrating specific person for doing that, and some people are not going to go with that. Very different than just having the flag during Pride Month. But now I think Pride Month is 365 days a year, which is going to cause its own problems uh, for people that are like, hey, stop forcing stuff down my throat. Stop virtue signaling. Let me just have a product. But it's up to these products to do, even if it ruins business for them or not, and it doesn't necessarily have to be cancel culture. Canceling means you just cancel people cancel brands, depending, it, there, there, there's a lot that goes into it. But I see, I see where there's some congruent uh, comparisons. But Nike selling a sports bra for women athletes to support and rein in the breasts and having a biological man who didn't even get implants to support their transitioning is just selling a sports bra to men, essentially, while catering to and indoctrinating you to accept someone's dysphoria. You may not like it, but it is what it is. And I will debate anyone on this topic. And again, I am not, I am not intolerant. I am actually very tolerant. But tolerance doesn't replace the reality of the situation. And facts aren't replaced by feelings. And there has to be an acceptance that people are going to see things different. And we could all still be friends and have a beer. And I'm not going to make you have a beer with Donald Trump's face on it. You can't make me have a beer with, say, Dylan Mulvaney's face on it. Some people just want to have a beer so we don't have to separate over every goddamn thing. There is grooming ongoing, and indoctrination is definitely underway across the board. A full psychological operation that has the cooperation of corporate sponsorship. That's the take. And in a quick roundup of news, Tennessee's state capital was swarmed by protesters yet again, stormed and swarmed 
yet again chaos. A vote was to be held to remove three Democrats from their position after they disrupted the state house floor last week during what many consider to be an insurrection, according to the new standards put forth. We'll see how that turns out. Wild times in politics. Um, I feel like, you know, removing people, not the way ever to go. Even though I don't agree with what they did and holding protests to, to, the, to the point that they were disrupting the House and not actually debating. Acting like a child gets you nowhere. But protesting and putting on a display while getting your point through, it should be acceptable in many ways. It just all depends. People should not be just removing people. That's bullshit. So you see, partisan. Also, Jim Jordan has issued a subpoena to former New York County Special Assistant District Attorney Mark Pomerantz, including a reason as to why Congress is doing it, saying they have, quote, a specific and manifestly important interest in preventing politically motivated prosecutions of current and former presidents by elected state and local prosecutors, particularly in jurisdictions like New York County, where the prosecutor is popularly elected and trial-level judges lack life tenure, so that could cause issues in them not really worried about ruining their career as their career could change. There's a whole bunch that could go on, but we have to protect we have to protect the fact that we can't weaponize the justice system, the legal system as an arm of taking out political opposition. It just can't happen. That's what happens in communist places, real fascist places, all these different places where dictators rule the land. That's the facts. So with that, I'm going to go crack open a, a, a bevy. I'm going to go sit in the pool and soak up the sun like I'm um, Cheryl Crow. Uh, and I'm going to enjoy the rest of my fucking day. Because that's what we're here for. We're here to enjoy our time on Earth. So accept one another. Do not force your thoughts down their throat. And maybe we can learn some civility. So we stop killing one another. And we can start maybe having a beer and not having to indoctrinate one another. It's time to start using our brains, people. The situational design has been very, 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 very well documented and exposed. And if you're still playing this game and you're still playing, well, I have a D next to my name. Uh, I can't vote for a Republican or vice versa at this point. You have to look at the facts. And if one party goes off the end and you're in danger, you have to start reassessing. It doesn't matter at that point. That's, that's the facts. I was actually, when I ran, I was discussing that. And somebody's like, he said he'd vote for a Democrat. But if you listen to the interview, if you listen to the words that I said, I said if the Republicans said they're going to defund the police, they're going to destroy our country and everything like that, and the Democrats are the ones that are normal, well, then, then you're playing for the wrong team at that point. And it doesn't matter about the letter. Right now, what the Democrats have done is a mess. And the good news is, I forgot to mention this little tidbit, RFK Jr.'s running. So that's going to be an interesting take. Uh, he is for, for a, a thoroughbred Democrat, an actual Democrat. And he's going to turn that whole party upside down if he gets the right support. And things trend the right way. He would be the Trump, the equivalent of a Trump in the Democrat. Which would also be interesting if the Carrie Lake thing didn't work out. If Trump went and took RFK and made him the VP. A lot of people talking about it. That would be a very big power play move in many ways. It's just something to think about. It's very interesting. Uh, I'm a Carrie Lake guy, so that's what I think, but I'm saying there's definitely some interesting things 
and interesting ways to approach this election. So across the board, you don't know what you could bring to the table, but it's again, there's, there's options. Thank you for tuning in. We will be back tomorrow. It's Good Friday, so I will have a good day yet again. I always have a positive outlook as we interpret the news here on We the People Are the News. And for the love of God, ladies and gentlemen, forge freedom forward. Never give an inch. We are the sons and daughters of liberty. This is Sons and Daughters of Liberty Radio. We the people are the news. Catch you tomorrow! I'm John Matlin, and this is We the People Are the News. Thank you.